You are listening to Nerds with Mics. Today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a free 30-day premium trial specifically for our listeners at the following URL, GameflyOffer.com slash Nerds with Mics. Hello, nerds, and welcome to Nerds with Mics. We're going to do something a little bit different this week. Uh, we're going to try making the show a little bit more dynamic and also add some conversational topics. Uh, we hope you like the new format. Today we're talking about Activision making us insert just the disc, what's going on with the new Batfleck movie, and what are some of the top best and worst video games we've ever played. This is Nerds with Mics. Hey everybody, I'm Travis. I'm Justin. And I'm Maxwell. This is episode 21 of Nerds with Mics. So let's go ahead and get started. Maxwell, what have you been up to, buddy? Uh, you know, just preparing for a big old nasty hurricane. Oh, no. Is this your first since you've been down there? Uh, yeah, and it's like the first in like several years that Florida's gotten one this uh, massive. So, Oh man, I'm scared for well, you. Florida. Yeah. Uh, are you having a hard time finding resources such as food and water and gas and milk and bread? Yeah, all the above, actually. Um, it's And they're like showing it on the news and stuff. But if you actually go in to any grocery store, and there's a lot of them down here, uh, every aisle of bread is empty. Everything of water is gone. The only thing left would be like, you know, some like $6 average size, like 12 ounce bottle of flavored <laughs> sparkling water or oh something gosh. and it's just it is insane sounds... but a lot of the gas stations are uh have been filled up emptied filled up emptied and it's just it's insane it sounds like it's worse than winter up here honestly it, it definitely is oh well that sucks well hopefully you bear down and uh grid your teeth and get through it yeah I'll see what I can do. All right, Justin. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> what have you been up to, Justin? Uh, I took my uh, son to the zoo this weekend. Oh, he did, loved it. Did he see Harambe? Uh, he almost had a Harambe incident, but with with a uh, giraffe. Uh, oh. Next thing I know, he's reaching for the railing to go over because it came up like right to us. It was pretty crazy. Um, on a nerd standpoint, I watched Westworld, and I've been playing your two favorite games. Well, your favorite game. Rainbow Six Siege. Siege, yes. I've been playing GTA Online still. And I picked up FIFA 17. I've been playing that. Who plays FIFA? This guy right here. All right, fair enough. Yep. Well, I've been uh, doing a, a lot of things uh, in the nerd front li- lately. Um, mostly been playing a game that you, neither of you two care about. I've been playing a lot of Destiny. Uh, I, you know what? I installed it, played it for like a minute, and then I installed it again. Wow. <laughs> still that bad. Fair enough. Uh, they got and- rid of uh, uh, Peter Dinklage. Yep, they sure did. Um, who is it now? I didn't. Uh, I don't know who it okay. is. Um, but I've also been playing. Uh, there's a free Transformers game on PlayStation Plus this month. Uh, I think it's Transformers Devastation, maybe. Uh, that's like cell shaded and very throwback to my childhood. So I've been playing some of that as well. So, uh, yeah. So, um, so some of you uh, may have heard us in the intro. We're trying to switch up our format a little bit. So we're going to go through some quick news topics, and then we're going to get into the bulk of our conversation today, which are going to be the top five uh, best surprising games that we've played and the top five 
of um, the worst games or disappointing games we've played, and we each have our own list, so we'll each take turns rotating through that. Yep. So we hope that you guys enjoy it. Uh, if you guys have any feedback around it, just let us know. So, Justin, why don't you go ahead and start us off with some of the news? Yeah, so um, Ubisoft surprised us this past year by not releasing an Assassin's Creed game, and it looks like they may not release another one uh, this year, which is surprising, a game that went from being an annual release. Um, from a company, especially like Ubisoft, is uh, they're holding off on one of their biggest IPs uh, for another year. Especially, um, what makes this what makes this bizarre is that the movie's coming out. I think this December, right? Yes. Yeah. So they're they're missing out on capitalizing on that movie uh, hype, or vice versa, and not releasing another game. So I think it's kind of a strange move, but it does show that they are committed to quality, or at least I hope so. Now, does this I, just... go ahead, Maxwell? Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I think it's smart because uh, anytime there's a movie out and then there's a game based off the movie, uh, it's never good. Yeah. So yeah. they may not want people to associate that those two things necessarily together. It's, it's a movie game. Yeah. And one thing to keep in mind, too, is Ubisoft is currently, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with it, they're actually um, in the middle of like a, a hostile takeover uh, from some company. that Vindy? Took, yeah, that's it. They took over Game, Flo- uh, game Loft, sorry, a few years ago. And they're trying to take ownership of Ubisoft. And from what I've heard on the interwebs, uh, they are a bag of dicks. Um, they will ruin the company and do everything they can to just get your cash and just say, forget quality. Uh, let's just push out yearly releases of garbage and you'll keep buying it. I mean, if we look at Gameloft, I mean, that's what they've turned into. They've they've turned into free games that yeah. is basically uh, pay to win. Yeah. So... I definitely don't want them to get a hold of Ubisoft. It, yeah, and it's a shame where I, f- I really feel like Ubisoft is... I feel like they had a few rough years, and I feel like they're really hitting their stride again. I would really hate to see them lose ownership. Yeah. Who does uh, Call of Duty? That's Act- Activision. Activision. Hmm. You know who? Uh, you know what first-person shooter Ubisoft does? Rainbow Six Siege. That's right. So, <laughs> heaven forbid but, something happened. But they also did The Division this year. Uh, they also do... Uh, Far Cry. Far Cry, they do uh, Ghost Recon, Assassin's Creed, which we already mentioned, and um, Splinter Cell, if we ever see that again. Yeah, I, I really don't want them to, to, to get taken over. i got to say, I'm really excited for the new Ghost Recon. Uh, there was a recent video that came out of 12 minutes of actual gameplay, yeah. and that game looks phenomenal. Oh, I so can't wait. I'm really excited for that. Uh, all right, Maxwell, hit us up with some movie news, bruh. All right, so we all know about some Batman in our life as, uh, as being a good thing. Um, some of you are mis and think that Ben Affleck was not the right choice. Uh, I'll forgive you this time. But it is revealed the uh, the new name of the Batman movie. It's called The Batman. <laughs> wow, how complex. <laughs> the Batman. Yeah. So uh, it seems like a... I mean, in the, in the movies, they always refer to him as The Batman. You yeah. know, he's never just really Batman unless he says, Hi, Batman. It's just, oh, The Batman, you know, so it... I'm fine with the title. What do you guys think? I, I really like it. Um, for some reason, whenever they announced it, it reminded me immediately of when they, for some reason, I don't know why, it reminded me when they uh, called uh, The Dark Knight The Dark Knight. Um, I like it. Yeah, I I like it. I'm just kind of curious with it being The Batman. Um, are we getting another origin story? Or are we already, are we going into a Batman movie already knowing you know who it is. I don't think it can be an origin story just because we already know in the timeline, obviously, that that uh, 
You know, I think we got enough of the origin story in Batman versus Superman, so I, d- I really don't think we need it. I'm just kind of curious of where the Batman, as far as a storyline, where it's going to kind of fall. I think, um, I don't think it will be like a straight up origin story, you know, parents getting shot, blah, blah, blah. I think it will be more of just um, an origin to Ben Affleck's Batman. Maybe start him off, you know, later in his Batman career, but just kind of establish that character a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to see. I mean, we all know that um, that Ben Affleck is a great director, uh, and he's also a really good actor. So I'm just kind of curious to what his vision for Batman's going to be. Um, I'm, you know, just from a little bit that we've got to see in Batman versus Superman. You know, I think he was probably the best part about that movie. So I'm anxious to see what he's going to be like in his own standalone movie. So pretty excited. So, all right, well, let's go ahead and get uh, into some gaming news. So. Quickly, we're going to cover uh, PlayStation Plus versus Games for Gold for the month of October. Um, so, PlayStation's bringing it this month, Justin. What are they? Uh, what are they bringing? So, free games. Let me guess: Destiny and No Man's Sky. No. Uh, so, <laughs> Resident Evil HD. So, the um, the HD remaster of the original Resident Evil uh, is going to be available for free. Um, also mentioned already, uh, Transformers Devastation is going to be free. Um, they also have a PlayStation Plus title called From Dust, uh, Mad Riders. There's another game called Code, Realize Guardian of Rebirth, and then Actual Sunlight. So that brings a total value of $129.94. You know what's weird? What? Is when you told me that PlayStation was bringing it, I actually believed you. And now I feel like a fool. Okay, well, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I see, what you, I see what you did there. Let me tell you what Xbox is bringing. Tell me if you've heard of any of these games. Okay. Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings. <laughs> yes, I've heard of it. Okay. It's uh, the only baseball game available to yeah. Xbox owners. The Escapist. Oh, that's a really good game, actually. Is it a Xbox Live title or like an arcade or what? No, it was on Steam. Uh, it started off early access, and now it's it's basically you just try to get out of prison. It's different each time. It's really fun. Okay. Uh, MX versus a- ATV Reflex. That actually sounds kind of cool. Next. That's an Xbox 360 title. Okay. And I Am Alive, which I believe is also an Xbox arcade title. Yeah, that's the one that had the really impressive E3 trailer a few years back and then it turned into a turd. Yeah, yeah I think they rated it a four and a half out of ten. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's like it. Like Man's Guy or something. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the titles for Xbox. Now so. check out The Escapist. You'd love it. Okay. <laughs> uh, that brings their total at $84.96 of, of savings. So. Skimping us a little bit this month. Yeah, skimping us a little bit. Because they're getting ready for a big uh, November. Yeah, it's, and to be uh, fair. And to be year. Yeah, and to be fair, uh, PlayStation has that Vita device that they put free games out for, just trying to get a little extra money. Extra padding on that total. That's right. So, All right, well, um, that's all we got for uh, the Games for Gold and PlayStation Plus news. Now, uh, the last bit of news that that we wanted to get into before we get into our big topic is, uh, you may have heard it in our intro, so Activision has confirmed that the physical copies of Modern Warfare Remastered need to have the Infinite Warfare disc in the system in order to run Modern Warfare. Uh, the non-digital special editions of Call of Duty Infinite Warfare require the Infinite Warfare disc to be in the tray to access the highly anticipated Modern Warfare Remastered. So that means that if you bought the physical copy uh, of the game that comes with Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare is a digital download. However, you'll have to have your physical copy in the tray in order to play your digital download. So that means that if you sell or trade off your copy of Infinite Warfare, you will not be able to play Modern Warfare. Thoughts? That's a bunch of malarkey. Yeah, yeah that's just the that's absolutely insane. 
Yeah, yeah I'm not because it's happy a digital with, download, right? Yeah, I'm not happy with this decision, and also, um, I don't know. I feel like they're screwing a lot of their customers. I think I, that's kind of what they enjoy doing, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I, absolutely. I think I think the biggest thing, the their probably biggest concern is I feel like their biggest concern is is they feel that fans are more excited to get their hands on Modern Warfare as opposed to Infinite Warfare. So I think that's one way for them to have people keep playing Infinite Warfare is by requiring you to have that disc. Probably. Well, it's yeah, it's inflating and fudging their numbers. Yep. So cuz they're not a cuz this is another thing too is they're not offering Modern Warfare Modern Warfare remastered as a separate purchase or download. So you can't get it unless you buy Infinite Warfare. Like it's not a yeah. separate purchase. That's stupid. It's and this it's kind of like to the same level as uh you getting the free U two album on your Apple products, um, and <laughs> then saying it, it was there. the and then saying it was the number one most downloaded album of all time or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I uh, I would be interested to see the totals after uh, the game is released next month um, of people who purchased the editions eligible for Modern Warfare. I would be interested to see the online totals for those two games. Yes, just to those users though, because the Infinite Warfare will obviously have more where uh, it's a cheaper <laughs> entry point. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, that's interesting news. So uh, before we get into our big topic, we're going to actually pause from a word from Gamefly. For you, the listeners of Nerds with Mics, Gamefly is offering a premium free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get your free trial today, go to GameflyOffer.com slash Nerds with Mics. Again, that's, that's GameflyOffer.com slash Nerds with Mics for your free 30-day trial. As we discussed earlier uh, at the top of the show, we're going to do things a little bit different this week. We're dedicating a chunk of the show to have a sort of roundtable discussion around this certain topic. The topic chosen can be anything from movies to video games to just general discussions. This week, we're going to be talking about games that disappointed us and games that also surprised us. So, Justin, uh, what we're going to do uh, in Maxwell, just so everyone's clear, is we're each going to list our number one, and we're just going to keep rotating. Okay. Uh, so we're going to cover – do we want to cover the top five surprises first, and then we'll move down to top five disappointments? Sounds good to me. Okay. All right, Justin, why don't you go ahead and start <coughs> us off? Okay, my number one surprise uh, was Mass Effect 2. Uh, the reason why it was a surprise for me is because uh, I played Mass Effect 1 when it came out, and as everyone knows, while it's an amazing game, it is a little clunky, um, and I kind of expected more of the same clunkiness in 2, and I was uh, pleasantly surprised that it did not exist. It was amazing. It was flawless, and arguably one of the greatest games I've ever played. Yeah, which is which is a big deal, because we all know the... the uh... You know, Mass Effect 1, how huge of a success that it was. Uh, and following up after that, most people anticipate for sequels to not necessarily live up to the originals, but you're saying that they were able to take that and then add to it? Yes. Fair enough. All right, Maxwell, why don't you go ahead and give us your number one? Uh, I, I actually didn't put these in uh, in one through five as ranked orders. Oh, okay. I, just I didn't either. Five. I'm just um, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> after kind of looking back, they're, they're pretty close but uh mine my my number one surprise is actually alien isolation uh came out october of 2014 doesn't seem like it was that long ago yeah um of course i didn't really play it a whole lot (laughs) yeah but uh just mostly because it's scary to play alone um but after many disappointing alien games over the years that was um one that i was like you know it's just gonna be a lot of fluff and then 
when it comes out it's gonna be a turd but it was very very good yes from the short little bit you've played <laughs> um yes i, I did watch other people stream it too though yes i will say one of the things about that game i think really made that game is they seem to do a really good job of like capturing the environment and the feel from like the movies it's creepy exactly. and just like the suspense yeah. um I wanted to play the PC version because on if you have a Rift, they have you can play virtual reality version of that game, which I think would be ultra creepy. Yeah, that would make me shit myself. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. Same. All right. Um, so for mine, um, back in July fifteenth of tw- uh, two thousand three, guys. Oh wow! A year after I graduated high school. Oh wow! Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, on Xbox and PC. I played it on Xbox, but uh, man, I don't know for those of you that's played this game, oh, but man. it's one of the best. I've played through that game several times. Uh, and the reason that I have it as a surprise is because up until this point, I never really played games that I would call quote-unquote RPG games, mm-hmm. um, like where you build characters and you put points in certain abilities and things like that. I never really played a ton of games like that. This was the first game that that was like that, that I really invested a lot of time into. And, uh, just everything about the game was good. The storyline was good. The, I think this, if I'm not mistaken, this was Bioware's first game where decisions throughout the game affected the gameplay and the ending. Um, so to me, that was all new as well. Um, I mean, basically near the end of the game, you're given a choice to light side or dark side. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. pretty monumental. Yeah. So to me, just everything about this game just, just opened up new, new doors for me as far as what type of game I was willing to play. And I think the biggest reason was, is I had a Star Wars title to it. That's why I gave it a chance. Um, but since I've played this game, it's also helped me open up to other games I wouldn't normally play that are RPG ish. So uh, like so that, Mass Effect. I don't know. You don't play those. <laughs> I want to play it. I, I'm just really waiting. opened up those doors. Mass yeah. Effect is Bioware, right? <laughs> yeah. Same so time. that's two Bioware titles uh, in the number in the first one round. slots. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. And, Good job, Bioware. And he, they opened up the doors for Travis to not play them. Uh, I'm just holding out for that remaster. I'm I'm still <laughs> oh, waiting. Man. Keep waiting. Uh, there was a there was a close second though. Uh, it was either going to be this because uh, after this I moved on to Jade Empire. If anybody's ever played that. Oh game. yeah, that game's great. Yeah. So all right, uh, Justin, go ahead and give us your number two. <laughs> You're already laughing. Uh, my number give two. Give me a steamy no, uh, number two. All right. Here's here's your steamy number two. Uh, it is a steamy turd. No, it's not. It's uh, Rainbow Six Siege, and I know I know I talk about this every week. I like literally every week. Um, it was a surprise for me because I went into it not expecting much from a $60 multiplayer-only title uh, with just okay reviews. Uh, when I played it, it um, it might be my favorite first-person shooter ever. It is the most refreshing first-person shooter I've ever played. And if, like I said, if you've been listening to the show, you know I have not stopped playing since uh, December 1st, 2015. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not even going to give my thoughts. I'll give my thoughts on this game later on the episode. Oh, no. So what does I, that mean? Don't worry about it. Oh, no. Maxwell, do you have anything to add about You never played this game, right? Um, Did you play any of the older Rainbow no, Six No, I games? played the uh, the demo of that, actually, when it oh, came okay. out. Did you like yeah, it? And I and that was a steamy number two back oh, God. in 2015. Stop too, it. <laughs> <laughs> right on your chest. Oh, it's messy. All right, Maxwell. Go ahead, buddy. Your turn. All right. Um, my... Not specifically put in order number two is the Battlefield One beta. Oh, 
which of course just came out in August of this year, 2016. Um, playing it on a PS4, of course, had some issues. And I mean, it's a beta, so you're going to have those problems. But I always love Battlefield games when they come out. When they talked about a World War One. It's kind of exciting, but a little scary at the same time, because like how much content can you really put in there? Because um, with the current Battlefield games, you have like so much modifying of your weapons and stuff, which I think gives you a little drive to keep playing so you can unlock stuff. Um, a little bit I got to see in the Battlefield seems like you'll still be able to do that. Um, the actual game, I guess we have yet to see, but I was definitely, um, I guess... Uh, impressed enough that I'll, I'll probably pick this game up yep well good thing for you you don't have to wait that long it comes out october 21st of this year so wow it's just a couple weeks away yep just a couple weeks away and they just dropped the story trailer so yeah oh that looked great i yeah. know uh despite all the troubles with the beta um i couldn't stop playing it. i loved it it was so much fun it was fun and also incredibly difficult <laughs> oh yeah it's uh the most challenging uh battlefield i've played probably yeah. ever and even though it's a World War One game, it felt more fast-paced than ever, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, all right, my second choice for top uh, top surprising games is Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. Um, it's a great pick. Yep. Uh, I mean, kind of to your point earlier, Justin, when you were talking about Mass Effect 2, um, you know, Uncharted for me, when I played it, uh, it, it yes, it called back to kind of a Tomb Raider-esque game, but to me it was so much more. It was more of an interactive movie that also had a really good storyline that also played kind of a bit like Gears of War as far as the 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 hide and shoot and all that type of stuff. Um, you know, to me, it just took everything uh, that the first one did. It built upon it, um, and it made it better. Uh, the graphics were better. Gameplay was uh, tighter. Um, you know, I like tight gameplay, guys. Um, and of course, the story was really good too. So, and who doesn't love Nathan Drake as a character? Right? Oh, he's the he might yeah he's one of the greatest characters I think we've ever had the privilege of knowing. Yep. So, and this game came out October thirteenth of two thousand nine. It's hard to believe it's already been that long. That so. was uh, that was my first Uncharted game. Uncharted two? Yeah, I skipped the first one. Did you ever go back and play it? Yeah, uh, when they re released them. But yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, that's mine. So over to you, Justin, for your third pick. My third pick is. Another game I talk about quite a bit, Rust, but hang on, hold your horses. Not Rust as it is today, but Rust as it was when it came out originally. Um, There was just that feeling of survival and fear that the original version captured that um, just kept drawing me to it, and I really just, I've yet to have that replicated. And it was just very surprising. I didn't know anything about it. I just threw $20 into this early access title. Uh, not knowing if it would ever be fulfilled, and uh, no regrets. <laughs> so I've, I haven't played a whole lot of Rust, but I, I can kind of, I have a similar story, and it didn't make my list. It was one there, but then I took it off. But I feel the exact same way about uh, DayZ. I liked DayZ when it was part of the Arma 2 mod, yeah. but when it came out as a standalone title, it was not nearly as good. So, very similar. I just can't get into that game. I don't know why, but... I might try it again one day. Daisy, It's terrifying. Yeah, the first time I ever played, I was just kind of walking in forever, it felt like. And then I found a crossbow, and I was like, oh, my God, Like I'm going to be Daryl Dixon now. <laughs> and I picked it up, and I was sniped immediately. I guess it was just set out there as a trap <laughs> for me to pick it up, and sure enough, I did. No game has ever made me feel so panicked like that game, Daisy. Like, 
Like Man. I remember me and my friend Alex was playing and we were out in the middle of this field and we could see trees in the distance and all of a sudden like we heard cuz for those of you that haven't played the game like it's very survival of the fittest and finding materials and and resources play rust oh my god um <laughs> but like we heard a helicopter and we're like oh my god I've never heard a helicopter in this game who is good enough to to fix a helicopter and fly so we were like running to the tree lines like hiding and like laying on the it, it was just terrifying oh my it just god. stresses you out see uh, um with Rust, it it sounds like it's a similar experience because in Rust, like you could have like your nice little starter home made out of wood or twig or whatever. It could be nighttime. You could have a campfire going, and all of a sudden you hear footsteps in the grass, and then they can actually knock on your door. They can just hit it with a hatchet. Like they can shoot at you. They can blow it up. Like does it have permadeath? Stressful. Uh, it's not permadeath. If you die, though, you can lose all your stuff. Yeah, see, Daisy is permadeath. If you can make it back to your corpse and loot yourself, yeah, that's how Rust is before somebody gets to you. But if I I've played for weeks at a time and not died and then died and lost all my stuff and I quit playing it. I was so mad. So, all right, enough about being depressed. Maxwell, over to you for your third pick. Uh, my numero three is the um, classic from PlayStation Two back in 2012. I don't know if you guys ever played this, and I'm I think I've uh, I think I've dropped back. No, Travis, no, you're the that- furthest back so far, right? 2009. No, though you're you're actually back a little farther. I think you're 2002. I, that was my mistake. I put 2012 in the notes. It's 2002, bro. Oh yeah, well, thinking about it actually doesn't make any sense. That yeah. Be <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry about that. That's okay. So you your oldest one was 2009. So we're going yes. back a little further. 2002. Uh, some good days back in college playing this game, The Getaway. Oh man. Yeah, I, I love that. Game. I almost thought you said The Getaway. No, this this game uh, it came off. Um, or came out a long time ago. It was like the year I graduated uh, high school. But it was uh, set in London, and it was inspired by movies like uh, Snatch yes. and Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels, all of those. Um, dude, that is a good game. It, it follows good. a guy trying to track down his uh, kid that gets stolen, and it's an open-world environment, kind of like Grand Theft Auto. It was, it was um, great. Dude, it was fantastic. Um, if anybody still has a PlayStation 2 and you pick that up and uh, play it, I'd recommend it. That was one of the things that I never – I'm really surprised that they never – I don't know if maybe just because where Grand Theft Auto was such a big deal. Like, I just don't know why there was never a follow-up to that game because I thought it was good enough. There was. It, yeah, there was. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. I don't oh. think I played it, though, did you? I didn't play it. I didn't, and the reviews are not as good. Yeah. This one still gets like a – it's got like an 8 point something out of 10. It's yeah. really good. Did you, you said you didn't play it? Or you no, didn't? I did. Because okay. I remember back in the day they were talking about how like everything was like a one-to-one scale. Like, oh, like yeah. And everything was like done like like landmarks and all that stuff. And I remember just like the driving mechanics were good. Like everything about the game was good. As yeah. uh, as stupid as this sounds for a feature, one of my favorite features of that game was how there was – I don't think there was a mini-map. But if you wanted to go anywhere, you had to pay attention to the turn signal in your car. Yeah. No, you yeah, did. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, that was no. hard when you were like in full-out chases. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, that was a good pick, Maxwell. Good pick. All right. Uh, so for me, number three uh, is a game called Heavy Rain. Oh, man. It's available on PS3, um, and they've also done an HD remake. Uh, it is available on PS4 as well. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We own that. Yes, I know we do. <laughs> and it's uh, it was released February 18th in 2010. Um, Jason! Yeah, I mean... <laughs> or it's Sean! Yeah. Every, Sean! <laughs> everything about this game... Sean! 
Sean. <laughs> Sorry. I'll stop. Everything Sean. About, stop it. <laughs> Everything about this game minus... Sean. I'm sorry. I'm just going to leave. No, go ahead. Everything about this game minus uh, the controls were the controls were terrible. Yeah. Uh, the moving, everything. Uh, but um, the gameplay was very intuitive. Um, like, uh, you know, being able to interact with the environment, being able to play from different points of view, uh, from different characters in the same game, and how they each tell their different story, but they're all interwoven. Uh, and this is one of those games as well that every decision you make affects the outcome. I think there was like, like seven different endings. No, there's like twenty. Is there? There's yeah. a bunch. But um, like I remember watching has like this game actually. Yeah. yeah, you you play a <laughs> you play a, a a father that one of his kids uh, gets uh, killed Sean! at the beginning of the game. <laughs> And then Which he, one is it killed? Is it Jason or Sean? I think it's Jason, Jason. that's killed, and Sean yeah. is the one. Yeah, that, yeah. Jason gets killed at the beginning of the game, and then his second kid gets Sean. kidnapped. <laughs> you really need to quit that. I'll quit. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just a great game. If you haven't had a chance to play it and you actually still have a PS3 or you have a PS4, you can pick it up. I believe the same people did this game are also the people that did Until Dawn, correct? No, no, it's the they same type Beyond of game. Two Souls. <laughs> Beyond Two Souls, that's yeah, but right. But they're also the, that Detroit game that's coming out. It looks awesome. It does look awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's my third pick, uh, Heavy Rain. So if you haven't played it, you should play it. Uh, just yeah, great don't... choice, man. I remember watching watching you play that game. Like I couldn't believe like the quality of the graphics, the visuals. The... Yeah. It was a little hard because uh, couldn't you use the PlayStation Move, right? You could, yeah. At the beginning of the game, you could even uh, pretend like you're shaving with the PlayStation Move. Yeah, yeah which made it kind of harder because you had to like grab the doorknobs and stuff. Yep, but that yeah, was cool, man. It's a great game. Justin, over to you for your fourth pick. I got a twofer for you. A twofer. A twofer. Uh, so uh, when I was younger, I did not have the best of PCs. But uh, when Orange Box came out on Xbox 360, I knew that I would finally get a chance to play uh, Half-Life. And, I forgot about the Orange Box. Yeah. It was and, a great deal. Yeah, and Team Fortress 2. That was the big one for me. But there was a pleasant little surprise called Portal on that disc that I had never even heard of before. And it just it just was amazing. And I thought it was one of the greatest games I've ever played. And then they announced a sequel. And I was super skeptical about it. Like, how could they make a sequel that was just as good? And wouldn't you know, they made it even better. Uh, they got some real voice actors, Stephen Merchant as Wheatley, who to this day is one of my favorite characters in a video game, and J.K. Simmons as uh, like Tank Johnson or something like that. I forget what his name is, but Tank Johnson. I think that's what it was. I don't know. Someone correct me, but um, yeah, Portal and Portal Two. Those were just very pleasant. I didn't know Stephen Merchant was in that. That's great. Yeah, he plays Wheatley. Look up YouTube videos because he is the funniest uh, character probably ever in a video game. I uh I unfortunately uh, I played the first Portal, but I did not play the second one. Oh, the second one's the best. I heard it's co-op. It's the only one I played. It is. You played the second one? Yeah, and I got it with the. Uh, back when they did the PlayStation, you could get a free copy for yeah. your Mac. You PC. didn't realize that was Stephen Merchant as Wheatley. No. Yeah, that like, was before I really knew who he uh, was. Oh yeah, he's like press A to jump, or he says press A to say Apple, and you press A, and he's like, okay, that's jumping. <laughs> that's what you're doing is jumping. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's my favorite part. Still, so yeah, I need to play the second portal. I think I even have it on PC. I just don't think I've played it yet. I think I think it's like the U two album. I think everyone owns it now. <laughs> just <laughs> kind of put it there. They snuck it into our library, didn't they? Yep. All right, uh, Maxwell, what's your fourth pick? Um, 
these games that we've been talking about and that uh, when you were talking about Heavy Rain, it reminded me of another game that I don't have on my list. Um, and I can't think of it. Maybe you guys can just help me. Uh, this is just to bring it up real quick. There was a game on uh, PlayStation 3 where it was like dark and creatures would attack you and you spent a lot of it outside and a lot of it in this like mansion or something. But you had a flashlight and your batteries would die down. And you had to keep putting a flashlight. Outlast? Lights. Huh? Is it Outlast? No. Or, no, that was a camera you were trying to... No, he's thinking of... Um, oh, sounds like Alan Wake a little bit too, but that's Xbox. Oh, that's the one I'm thinking of. Oh, that's Wake. Xbox, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, was it Xbox? Yeah, yeah Xbox 360. Wow. It's called Alan Wake, yeah. All right. Well, I remember watching another friend play that, and that that game was another terrifying game that um, I think if I would have picked up and played it, I probably would have been it's remembered good. enough to put it on the list here. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, but anyway, my real number four here is actually going back even further. Uh, this is February twenty fourth uh, of two thousand. Ooh. Oh my God. This is a PlayStation title, not even a two. It's just a regular PlayStation. This game, uh, Fear Effect was a game that I had no idea what I was picking up. It was back in the days I'd go to like Walmart or game aisle and find something that looked good on the artwork. Uh, maybe ask somebody to open the door and look at and see if the pictures look good. <laughs> um, and then you buy it and then hope for the best. Um, but fear effect, dude, this was fantastic game. Either of you guys ever play this? No, I've never heard of it. This is, you know, not a whole lot of games, uh, center around like a female lead. Right. Uh, and especially back in 2000, it's a very rare thing unless it was like Tomb Raider. I feel like there were just a, a few other games out there like Beyond Good and Evil or something that actually had a female uh, lead character. But this one was also openly um, like gay. And I, I, from what I remember, it was probably more sexualized for men than it would be today. Um, Aside from all of that, though, like the gameplay was really good. Um, the story was great. It was set in uh, like this kind of semi-futuristic town in China. Um, but then you start finding out that the people you used to work for are like demonic souls and stuff. And they made deals with the demons and it pulls more. I don't know if it's true uh, Chinese mythology in or if it's just made up for the game, but. It's actually uh, probably to this day one of the more exciting games I guess I played back uh, in those days. IGN reviewed it uh, way back in the day, and they gave it a 8.9 out of 10, so it must be pretty good. Yeah, it was great. Um, Is that 8.9 think... or 9.8? No, that's a different game. Oh, okay, my bad. Um, they made a sequel I never played, and they are actually in talks right now on Kickstarter um, of making a third one. Um, and I guess they've gone pretty far with it. I think you can download the demo now or soon, um, which is pretty exciting because I didn't know until I started like doing this list and then just looked up that game. But the um, this the third one will be out soon. Um, but it's a top down now instead of like a third person shooter. This was kind of set up third person like uh, Resident Evil was. Um, but the new one's going to be like a, a top down kind of like that Tomb Raider game that we played that was two players. Oh, yeah, yeah, Resident Evil 5. Huh? You're not really listening. I <laughs> said the Tomb Raider game. Oh, Tomb Raider. Player. Oh, yeah. What was uh, that? Oh, oh, uh, Osiris or something? Yeah, Osiris. Or Oasis, something like that. Tomb of Osiris, I think. But yeah. So it's like a top-down shooter like that. But um, it would be pretty cool to see that story continued. That would be kind of cool. I'll have to check it out. I'm kind of sad I missed it, honestly. 
right. Yeah, because it's going to be hard to go back and play now with those graphics. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I tell you that, you know, they say the gameplay is the most important part, but I've tried to go back and play old games. If it's like before Nintendo or after Nintendo 64, it's hard for me to do. It's hard for me yeah, to do. Yeah, same. If it's like Once a, it started to be 3D realistic, it's just, it's, yeah, it's terrible looking. Yep. All right. So mine is my fourth pick is Fable Two on Xbox Three Sixty. Great game. Came out October twenty first, two thousand eight. Um, you know the first Fable, uh, it was great in its own uh, in its own regard. It was one of the first type of games where, uh, again, where you make decisions throughout the game and it affects or how you play your character, so to speak. Not necessarily the decisions you make, but how you play your character, whether you're evil or you're good, uh, really changes the way that the world sees you. Um, and you also grow up throughout the game, which is kind of cool. But Fable Two, um, to me, it took a lot of the a lot of the great things about the first game, but it added more RPG elements into it. Um, as far as the abilities you could give your character and thing like that, in the open world, um, I think it's a great game. Linehead Studios. It's it's unfortunate that there's not going to be any more Fables unless it comes out under a different name. Yeah. But. Uh, I definitely liked it better than the third one. The third one was not that good. You know, the third one easily is the worst in the series, but I still had fun it, playing it. Yeah, because uh, I think the third one, was the third one the only one that was co-op? Yeah, I think I remember crashing your game at one point, didn't I? Yeah. I think I, I screwed something up for you. Into that. Yeah, yeah, you broke my game. Remember the time we played <laughs> Splinter Cell co-op? <laughs> Don't remind me. That's <laughs> chaos theory, wasn't it? Uh, probably. Yeah, so, but yeah, so that was my pick. Uh, number four was Fable 2. So Justin... Let's make it a good one. Fifth Ooh, one. I'll try. Fifth one. Number five of my biggest gaming surprises is drumroll, Travis. I can't do drumroll. Okay. <laughs> That's me motorboat. <laughs> motorboat, Travis, please. Uh, uh, <laughs> Animal Crossing New Leaf on the 3DS uh, released in uh, November 2012. Uh, the reason that's on my list is because to this date, it is the first and only Animal Crossing game I've ever, I've ever played. And it's still worth playing because it's oh, awesome. Oh, God, it's so good. Yeah, I had no idea. I, mean, I kind of had an idea what the game was, but I didn't really know what I was in for. Uh, turns out addiction is what I was in for. So yeah. um, it just is a, just takes all your time, but you don't even care because you only care about the people in your village at that point. Yeah. Uh, what's the name? Isabel? Is that her name? Yeah, and you also yeah. got Nook. You got, yeah, you got to make sure Isabel isn't cranky and uh, Tom Nook. Make sure he keeps opening up stores and expanding and just it's exhausting. It really um, is. Um, there's one thing I would like to see change in the game, and that is like, there's a period when, when uh, I, I went like a year, a year and a half without playing, and I really wish that like whenever I turned it on, like my city was like on fire, and Isabel was like, "Where the f were you? Like everything is falling <laughs> apart." But it didn't happen. So, yeah, that was a that was a hole that me and my wife fell down was uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf. I bought Sarah 3ds specifically for this game before I even knew. She played the one. What was the one before it? A New World, I think. Yeah, Animal Crossing, A New World. That's what she started on. And then when this game came out, I bought it. And she still plays this game to the to this day. She still plays this game. Oh, that's um, so good. And she like got to the point where she would have like the calendar that showed you like what month you can catch what fish <laughs> or bugs. Like she's almost hundred percent of that game. It's like a second job for her. Pretty much. Okay. She hasn't played it in a while, but she still has her save game. I always threaten her if she ever gets out of hand, I'll just delete her village. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> all that hard work. That down, should count as like terrorism or down, something. Down the drain. So all right, Maxwell, what's your fifth pick? All right. Well now I'm kicking it old school because you know I'm an old fool. 
We're so going cool. back to December 1996. Ooh. Oh, my God. This was available on the N64 and the PC. I was 12 when this came Dude. out. Dude. Yeah, I was sixth grade. All right, so Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. Oh, man, that's a good one. Dude, yeah. so good. And when this game came out, it just... It, blew my mind and it blew me away like the some of the star wars games like on super nintendo nintendo those really just sucked they were hard and just didn't really as a kid they didn't seem to follow the movies that you expected them to this game though followed along with your movies it started you off on uh see i'm not star wars enough to name the all these planets uh the snow planet hoth hoth that's so it's getting so, hot. It's getting okay. hot in here. Get with it, nerd. <laughs> I know. Um, but you started off in there, and then it you were just like basically a pilot during that scene with the um, ATATs. Yes, as we should <laughs> say it, right? Not at ats or whatever you want to call it. Um, and then that point where you're on like those cargo carriers, kind of like a train or something, and then you're like chasing Boba Fett. Yeah. Do you remember that? It's legit. Oh my gosh. That game just nailed it. Because you get a jet. Do you, don't you get a jetpack at some point in that game? Did I just make that up? I don't remember. Anyways, that game Maybe. was awesome. And the music was awesome. And the gameplay was awesome. It was really good. It's one of my favorite uh, Nintendo 64 games. And what's funny is any local pawn shop you go to around here, you can always find that game to buy. And I don't know why. It's just It's just there. I feel like everyone that had a 64 owned that game, yeah. Yeah, because they had the black cartridge, I remember. It was awesome. All right, so for my pick, my fifth pick is Metal Gear. Uh, so October 21st. <laughs> I wonder what, what, what he's going to pick. 1998. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. Uh, this is the one that was on the original PlayStation. Um, I didn't play any Metal Gear Solid games prior to this, even though it came out like on regular Nintendo. This was the first... Uh, Metal Gear Solid game I played, and it just absolutely blew me away. Um, the story was really good. Of course, the main character was awesome, uh, you know, and the voice acting was good. Just everything about that game to me was awesome. Um, and it made me a fan of all the other ones, too. Um, I have to say, so even though this was my pick because it got me into the games, my favorite version of this game, however, is Metal Gear Solid's Twin Snakes, which came out on GameCube, which was basically like an HD remaster on the GameCube, and it was awesome. Twin Snakes, that's how your mom likes it. Oh. <laughs> wow, I had to sneak that in there, just like your Twin Snakes. Like, <laughs> I get it. But yeah, so that, that is my fifth pick. So, all right. Some so good picks. We really uh, good crushed picks. it. We did. I think, I think we did really well. Um, Spending like two decades. Now, here's where we get into the more depressing part of the show. Oh, so now we're going to cover the top five disappointments. All right? So, Justin, go ahead and start us off. Okay, uh, Emily, I, close your ears yeah. if you're listening. Uh, my number one disappointment is uh, Travis. Oh, gosh. Uh, he just... No, I'm kidding. Um, so Travis gave you a little hint there. Uh, in September 9th, 2014... One of the biggest games ever released uh, came out and immediately was a letdown. Uh, I bet Bungie wishes they would have aborted that one. Probably not, because it's made them like billions of dollars. I'm sure. It's a dis. Let's to be fair. I wish I would have aborted my transaction. So 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 before we get any farther, okay. uh, I, I want to just throw this statement out there. Yep. So 
These are all just our own opinions. I know. Okay, so <laughs> anything that we say that you guys may disagree with as the listeners, we got nothing but love for you. These, I hate everything you love. Yeah, this is just uh, things that we think are great and things we think that aren't so great. So go ahead, Justin. Okay. I hate Destiny. I wish it never was released. <laughs> I wish they wouldn't have made it. I hate everything about it. It is repetitive. It's not very fun. There's a million better games than that game, and I feel like a fool for buying it. So there, it sucks. And they got rid of uh, Peter Dinklage, which I didn't know that until the other day. Yeah, until Maxwell said it? No, I told, well, I played it. Oh, okay. Remember if like I met, yeah, okay, so Travis, uh, we game share on PS4, and he bought the new, uh, I don't know, Rise, Rise of the Rise. Fire, or whatever it's called. <laughs> And uh, I decided, you know what, I'm going to give it another go. Surely to God, after two years, they've made this game better. And guess what, uh, kids? They haven't. It still sucks. I, I played maybe a minute and just said, no, I can't believe I wasted the hard drive space again on this game. Thanks uh, for buying it, though. I do appreciate that. It's nice of you. <laughs> I mean, I, enjoy, I enjoy it, but that's fine. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad you do. Um, yeah. Th- that's good, because that, I enjoy Rainbow Six, and I know you're not as crazy about it as I am, so... We'll get into we'll get there, into what games are. Stop rep- doing that. Well, there were some fun times with the uh, with that game with the online multiplayer because you can do more than just co op like they with finally, two people. Yeah, they finally just released private matches. Is that right? Or, or private matches? Yeah, that's something I might. Uh, do you have to be a certain level to get in there? Because I really don't feel like no, playing to that level. You okay. don't. Well, you should have. I don't know if you would have got it, but you should have got a, something in your mailbox that would have took your character all the way to level forty for free. I don't know. I'll You'd have to check and see. It. I just, I don't know. Bah, I hate that game. All right. <laughs> Maxwell, over to you. Um, <clears throat> all right. So my worst, biggest disappointment of all time. Just a tip. Uh, because really, I, I guess I don't have a PC and I can't go in and mod it. But uh, for me, it was 2013, February. Long anticipation uh, for this game to come out. Alien Colonial Marines. I know you're really super disappointed about this game. Dude, it's it's like that every time they want to make an alien game, I, except for with isolation. It's they talk about it, it gets postponed year after year, and then finally it's gonna be this huge release and they make it a big deal with you know all the articles and stuff, and then it comes out and you feel like you wasted sixty bucks. Yeah, and what sucks about that is that game, as far as how they wanted to do it. It had everything right, or like if they would have landed it, it had all the right elements. Like you, because correct me if I'm wrong, but that game you got to play as the Marines. You could also play as the um, aliens too, right? Like in the multiplayer aspect. That's right. Yeah, yep. and you could play as the different aliens, the ones that could climb on walls, the ones that were like on all four, like all that, right? Right, and the sound effects were like pulled right out of the movie. It was perfect. Yeah, so it just sucked. What What was it about the game that you didn't like? Is it just uh, the gameplay, the story? Very clunky. Yeah. The and it really wasn't even the story that was the problem. It was like the multiplayer. Um, everything it was just uneven when you're an alien versus a, a marine, and it was clunky. Is it okay. was just uh, overall, you know, a disappointment. Just a train wreck. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, my uh, number one pick uh, is Star Wars Battlefront. The one that is on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Wow. Uh, released November 17, 2015. What's so disappointing, Travis? Hey, I see that there. I see you, girl. Anyways, 
You'd have to. I get, that doesn't make sense to anybody that's listening because they couldn't see what no, I've seen. They couldn't. Doesn't matter. Anyways, um, so the reason I was so disappointed is because, um, so when you think about the Star Wars Battlefront One, and you also think about Star Wars Battlefront Two. Uh, each one of those was a third-person game, which this has third-person as well, but it also had... They had first-person in the originals, too. Did they? Yeah, you could switch between uh, first and third. Oh, I didn't. Just not when you were a hero. Yeah. But they both had campaigns, right? They both had some sort of story. Yeah, they were weak, but yeah. And the new one, I just felt like what they tried to do is they tried to say, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to take a Battlefield game and we're going to put a Star Wars skin on it. Yeah, but Battlefield's a really good game. I mean, that's fine, but when you base what type of game that is off the original game, yeah. to me, they're two polar opposites. I used to have so much fun playing the originals, and when you got to be a hero, it was because you were doing well in the game. Like, it was because you had a streak or something like that. In the new game, if you see a, a an icon on the ground, you can run over it, and then all of a sudden you can be that character, so... What I find is you have people camping yeah, they do where that. the vehicles are and also where the um where the heroes are. Yeah. So to me it just doesn't ha- it doesn't capture me the same way that the original two did. Um and it just it's not a game that I feel like I want to go back to and constantly play like I did the first two. Okay. Or so, like battlefield games. What do you, what do you mean? Like those games I want to pick up and I'll play oh, them over correct. and over. Right. But yeah, the Star Wars watching people stream it or just reading people's disappointing reviews on it i i can't pick it up um even with the discount that they talked about like i thought i would especially with the death star coming out and i just can't yeah it, and the fact that it was an online only game too like i mean there's not really there's like it's kind of like and i'll talk about this a little later it's kind of like rainbow six siege in the sense that there's not really a quote unquote campaign it's just an online only game some games you don't need that yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, all right, Justin. So it's like you... Destiny. It doesn't really have a campaign either. It's just nonsense. No, it absolutely has a nonsense. campaign. Nonsense. It has a campaign. Yeah, but it's not really worth playing. Anyway, on to my next pick. Uh, final word. Uh, no, no, I'm kidding. Uh, my next uh, biggest disappointment was... Your from... sex life. <laughs> 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 what, have you been talking to your mom? Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you know, I came in this week saying no more mom jokes, but then you did the twin snakes thing. I thought, how can I pass that up? And then it just kind of happens, kind of like with your mom. Anyway, uh, so uh, a couple months ago, you may have heard us. In fact, I think it was our pick of the week that week. This one's pretty exciting for me. Yeah, I know. Shut up. <laughs> this, this is our pick of the week. Was it your pick of the week or was it just mine? I think it was both of ours, yeah. actually. It's kind of embarrassing. We, we made our pick of the week because for, for like a whole day and a half, uh, or a week, I guess. We were just so into this game, and uh, No Man's Sky, you really let us down. You started off, you know, with your uh, procedurally generated worlds, and yeah, I don't know, just it was just bad. Your what, lies, yeah. What happened, man? Um, I, you know what? I don't think it's their fault. I think it's Sony's fault. What? Yeah, I think I think if he would have been able to market it as a twenty dollar indie game, which is exactly what it is, we wouldn't be talking about it right now. It'd be oh, this is great for twenty dollars, but uh, I think it's a combination of both. Well, maybe, but I mean, because even him himself, that's true, said a lot of things that didn't come to be true, and they are completely silent. They have not spoken well, or tweeted a word. Two things, in like a month. One, they're being investigated. Oh yeah, that's right. And two, they I just seen on the news today. Um, on the internet, 
that uh, that No Man's Sky has actually shut down their subreddit page. What? Yep, it's completely gone. Yeah, so that is very alarming. Um, yep. man, that game sucks. Yeah, so <laughs> you know what sucks is it like it, it's not a bad game. Like fundamentally, it's an okay game. It's not. It doesn't have the most uh, repetitive or the most uh, replayability, but it's well, not a bad game. The thing is, is if they would have came out and said, "Okay, this is our vision for the game." Here's where the game currently is, and this is eventually where we're going to get to. If they would have just, if they would have dropped it as an early access, it said, "Okay, well, here's our vision, and here's kind of our timeline." But right now, this is what you're going to be able to do. If you bought into that early for thirty or forty dollars, and then eventually you got to get to that point, it would be different. You got news? Yes. So um, apparently, the subreddit thing you just mentioned has nothing to do with. Uh, them shutting it down. I guess there were some rogue mods that may potentially work for Hello Games that went in and hijacked the subreddit and shut it down. However, oh. they have reclaimed ownership and it's back up. Oh, okay. Thanks. So that's really... Uh, the fact that they could work for Hello Games and they're doing that's pretty shady. Yep, same. Yeah, but there's only five people that work for that company, so I don't know if any of them's on Reddit. Yeah. All right, Maxwell, what is uh, your pick number two, bruh? All right, we're going to drop it back a little bit, 2010. I see a, th- like it's I see a theme here in your, yeah, uh, your titles. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is in February again. Um, my last one was 2013, February. This is 2010, February. You know, my birthday's in February. Do you think I'm a disappointment? Yes. Okay. <laughs> some. Well, yeah, I didn't have uh, my mom. six for my list here. I only had five. But uh, Alien <laughs> versus Predator, man. The same this universe, a, I just... Oh, man. Oh, God, it was so rough to play. And it was crazy, as it was saying, the same people that made the Alien vs. Predator for the PC and Alien vs. Predator 2 for the PC, which, when those came out, were like some of the biggest deals uh, for that series of uh, like characters, but just highly uh, sought-after games. Um, so announcing that they were going to bring it back out, another game that got postponed and finally got released. Um, dude, that game, that one was rough. Was it as rough as the Alien vs. Predator movie? Um, not to that extreme. Okay. <laughs> I just, it was definitely better I just that. wanted you to pick which one you were more disappointed in. That's I know. All. I had to think about it for a second. Now, with the... The game, they actually pulled in some stuff from the movie to try and tie them together, which is even worse. But um, the one I wanted to be the the play a game as the Predator, like more than as the aliens. And that was the worst character in the game. You had aliens, Marines and Predators and the Predator was like the worst one in it. Yeah, I uh, I never played this game now. They did used to have and you can correct me if I'm wrong or tell me which one I'm thinking about. Didn't they have the oh. Alien games on the PC that was more like a top-down real-time strategy game. Uh, there was one, yeah, and I think it came out for like Xbox or something like years ago. But I never played those. Unfortunately. Yeah, those were supposedly really actually, good, but yeah, but, I think reviews on those. Back then, for me, I wasn't into real-time yeah. strategies. So I never picked it up, but yeah. these days I would definitely do it. Yeah. Well, good pick. Well, as I should say, terrible pick, but you know <laughs> what I mean. All right, um, my number two pick uh, is. So, May 27, 2014, uh, there was a game, all the trailers made me super excited, some super techie, and I love to do things and mod things and do stuff with technology. Watch Dogs. Um, 
I really, really looked forward to this game. Um, however, to me, in my own opinion, it was a turd. Yeah, it, um, and I don't, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, it's kind of like, it's not necessarily a a bad game. I think it was just overhyped. Yeah, the story, I, so to me what did it is the the city, which it was based in Chicago, I don't have anything against Chicago, but the way that they portrayed Chicago, it just... I just didn't care for that to be a set piece for a technology game. Now, the new one's going to be set like in San Francisco. It's all bright and colorful. It's all bright, colorful, has like tech industry stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, super excited about the next, or like about the new one. I uh, also did not like the car mechanics for this game at all. I would have rather yeah. ran from one part of the town across to the other part of town on foot as opposed to drive a car. Yeah. It was terrible. Now, I got a question for you yeah. on that. Did you play this game? As a release title or later on? Uh, I actually played it a couple months after it came out. Okay. I didn't get it right at launch. I, I actually picked it up used at a pawn shop is actually how I played it. Because I was so concerned about if it was going to be good or not that I didn't want to... I didn't buy it on launch day. Okay. Um, you mentioning tech and San Francisco and all that stuff made me think... I tagged you in a post yesterday Yeah. Silicon Valley. Did you watch that? Yeah, I did. That was great, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Was that actually in the keynote? I think so, yeah. That's pretty sweet. That was fantastic. Have you watched Silicon Valley, Maxwell? No, because you don't have HBO. No, I, I've just seen like one episode or something of you it. You would love it. It's awesome. That's one of the greatest. Yeah. But... but uh, but yeah, so Watch Dogs was my pick number two. So Justin, over to you for pick number three. Pick number three. Um, the entire generation cycle for, or console cycle for the Nintendo Wii U. Um, <laughs> it has... Same. It's just been one big letdown after the other, and it, what makes it even more disappointing, and I'm going to even say unacceptable, is the fact that we did not get a new Legend of Zelda game. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. It's, that's not cool to release a, a game console and not release a new title and one of your biggest franchises. Um, I wouldn't expect any other company to do that, and you know these remasters don't really count. Yeah, I mean, that's sad that most of their library on that console are all remasters and rehashes of old titles. Yep. Right, yeah. I mean, the only thing for me that's been good on that system was Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers, which <laughs> didn't even need to be on it. Like, it had been fine on the Wii. Mario Kart was but, pretty good. Um, the Super Mario brothers wii u edition which is basically just super mario brothers for the wii with new stages yeah i mean those games are really fun and it that one it was really just they took the wii u or the wii one and then just changed the stages for the wii u because they had the same like uh i'm pretty sure that all of the uh like character upgrades and stuff are the same even the intro when they uh storm the castle yeah um I'll be honest, I didn't put a whole lot of time into Smash Brothers on the Wii U, mainly because I didn't put a lot of time into the Wii U. Um, there just wasn't a lot of, I don't know, wasn't a lot of great moments for it. And then with, you know, like I mentioned Zelda, it's basically, I mean, it's going to come out on the Wii U, but at the very end when the NX is out. Um, but aside from your Smash Brothers, your Mario Karts, and maybe Super Mario Maker, they're just and the remastered Zeldas, there wasn't a whole lot for it. They basically released... Uh, a total number of quality games that the entire uh, console's life cycle has come out on the PS4, Xbox One in one holiday, uh, uh, one holiday basically, which is unacceptable. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think the Wii U was a, a big letdown. Um, I I just I hope NX makes up for it, but I'm not going to hold my breath. I'll just say that. Now, as as dumb as I am, I, I actually think it'll be pretty great. If well, it works how it's rumored to work, I think it'll be great. Yeah, we'll wait and see. So, all right, Maxwell, what do you got for pick number Trace? Um, so <laughs> 2005. Um, I don't think I played it until like 2007 or something. But I got I had it on the Xbox. This is uh, another disappointing from the same genre. I went from Alien to Alien vs Predator now to Predator: Concrete Jungle. I don't know if you guys played this game. No, but it was uh, it was so bad. So it takes place in uh, a future world, um, and it's set in like a cityscape, hence the Concrete Jungle title. Um, you get all the perks and setups and stuff that you would want as a Predator character, but the stage was terrible. It was just the the controls were horrible, um, and I feel like that probably killed the series for like a potential uh sequel yeah i never played this game but i remember um i remember when this game came out i was actually working i think at blockbuster not blockbuster but uh, gamestop when this came out and uh i thought about playing it and then i read the reviews and i was like no i'm not gonna play that (laughs) what's the rating on it did you look it up um I think the rating, I uh, believe, was like something like in the fives, I think. Um, I don't know. It's probably, is it Concrete Jungle? Yeah. Yeah. It is. I'll tell you here in just a second. 4.6 out of, uh, actually, somebody <laughs> somebody rated it a 4.6 <laughs> out of five. Who was it? That doesn't make sense. Uh, CoolROM.com, so I don't know if I can... Oh, I, oh yeah. They're just rating the ROM. No, uh, IGN rated it a 5.5 out of 10. That sounds more like it. Yeah. That sounds more like disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. So, uh, well, like again, uh, like I said, good pick for a terrible game. Uh, I noticed uh, your first three uh, titles, Maxwell, for disappointment all has to do with aliens or predators, so you must be really let down <laughs> as a fan. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's never been a good one uh, in my realm yet, yeah. so, except for the isolation. Yeah, that you're too scared to play alone. That's right. All right, so my pick number three um, really let me down. Really, really let me down. So, Tell us about it. November 11, 2014, Assassin's Creed Unity. Oh, man, that game was awful. So many bugs ridden in that game. So many. Um the only thing that I even liked about that game was um, the three-player co-op missions you could do. I actually didn't play with those. That was the first Assassin's Creed game that actually had multiplayer that would let you actually play through like situations together, so to speak. And it was awesome. Um, however, uh, the game was ridden with bugs. Um, you could be talking to somebody and you would just see their eyeballs floating in the middle of their face with no skin. It was just terrifying. <laughs> Um, it was just really clunky and it didn't, and the thing is, is you would have thought that it would have got a lot better shortly after release due to like, like bug, like patches and stuff like that, but it did not. Um, you know, uh, and this is why I've been so reserved to play Syndicate, even though you tell me that it's really good, Justin. That's great. And even though we own it, I still have not played Syndicate just because Unity has left such a bad taste in my mouth. So, um, but yeah, so that game was really disappointing. 
so Justin, how about number four? I think you kind of hinted at it earlier. Okay, yeah. So <clears throat> on my top five surprises, I had Rust on there, but the original Legacy version. Uh, for my disappointments, I'm going to go with uh, the new revamped Rust at my number four. Um, not really sure of a date when that happened, but it happened. Recent and, updates, right? Yeah. So about um, a year or so into Rust's uh, development cycle, uh, after it's already on early access, the developers decide they're going to completely uh, scrap the game and start over. And while there are some benefits, I have yet to feel that um, nervousness or just that tense feeling that I felt when I played Legacy. It's never been able to capture that. The game feels easier now. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's just, it hasn't, I don't know. Do you think they, uh, do you think that they went kind of, they dialed back, dial back the survival aspect so much just to make it easier for players that aren't really used to that kind of game to make it better for more casual players it's possible but they really screwed it up in the process i mean yeah it's getting better and better each each day i would say but i just don't know if it i think maybe too little too late because um a large portion of the player base isn't there anymore because i mean a million other games have come out with survival games and uh I don't know. It's just taking too long. There's too much stuff that just, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it did. Well, you know what? I feel the same way about your mom. Somebody else has been all up in there. So, oh my God. <laughs> all right, Maxwell. Um, go ahead with your oh fourth boy. pick. Um, all right. So, for me, the Metroid series games have always been uh, top of my list. You guys know Super Metroid be number one. Um, and then playing like zero mission and stuff, um, are definitely the top games. Uh, I never got into the, uh, a GameCube. I never owned a GameCube. So I never got to play any of those. Uh, I don't remember the names of those, uh, cause I never played them. The first person ones. Oh, fusion. Um, yeah. No, not fusion. What are those? Metroid prime prime. Yeah. Prime. Yeah. There you go. All right. So I never got it into those i did have a wii so i wanted to pick up um something i was hoping would be a good option uh metroid other m i like the idea that it was that it would switch out into third person um but it did do a lot of first person as well when you needed to like shoot certain things because of course it was a wii and you had to use the stupid wii remotes um but that was a game that i bought with high anticipation of uh being good and then really just being uh, greatly disappointed yeah I'm going to go ahead and just jump in here and say that that was also my fourth pick as well, Maxwell. We had that one uh, the same. Um, like you, I bought this because we haven't had a modern version of Metroid since the GameCube. And to me, I mean, those games were great in their own regard, but they don't they don't call back to the old nostalgia of some of the older uh, Metroid games like Super Metroid and Metro uh, Zero Mission, some of those others. Um I thought the best parts about this game were the games that weren't 3D. They were just the side-scrolling parts. I thought those were the best parts of the game. But I think the reason that the... So I don't know if you know this, but the the team that did this game was also the same team that did all the Ninja Gaiden games on the Xbox. Right, which made me think it would be better. (laughs) Yeah, so I thought, oh man, this game's going to be awesome. But going from side-scrolling and platforming to when you aim your controller to screen switching into third, uh, first person and having to move around and shoot stuff, to me, they, they felt like they were trying to take two totally different types of games and put them together, and it just didn't work for me. I think it should have just been a solely um, side-scrolling game, and I think it would have been a lot better. 
So. Yeah, it, the aiming and shooting that game was very clunky. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And I think if they were going to do it, like it, what could have potentially made the game better is if they would have let you play with a tradition, like the the Wii Classic controller, and had a button that you press to go into third, and then use the joysticks to aim and shoot. Uh, I think that would have been maybe could have made it possibly a little bit better. Right. Um. But yeah, big letdown nevertheless. So, all right, it's time to get into our final. Uh, Picks here, Justin. Number five for you. Okay, so I was going to go with every Call of Duty game after Black Ops 2, but as I was sitting here uh, just thinking of my life and all the disappointments in it, I came up with something better. Um, so it's no surprise. I love SOCOM, hashtag SOCOM Remastered. And um, we have been with that one for quite some time uh, since this disappointment. SOCOM 4. Um, SOCOM 4 was made by Zipper, who made the first two. Um, and it arrived at the worst time because it arrived, I think, the same week as the PlayStation Network hack, which took down the service for over a month. And not only that, whenever we finally got it back, it was awful. It, they tried to make it into a Call of Duty game pretty much by uh, making it more fast-paced, less tactical. Um, I don't know. It This game essentially killed the series, and I'll probably never get it back. Hashtag SoCom Remastered. <laughs> Oh, so I didn't realize that SOCOM was made by Zipper Studios, which was also the same company that, didn't they do that MAG game, the massive multiplayer yeah, that massive was like... action game, yeah. Yeah, which was like a hundred, how many... 256 players on a console, yeah. Yeah. I think, what happened along that way to make them go from SOCOM to that to nothing at all? Uh, they've been, Sony, uh, they killed them. That's t- so they went the way of Linehead <laughs> Studio. Brutal. Pretty much, yeah. Sony, uh, they... they that uh, sucks. That's su- that was such a good franchise to not do anything with. Yeah. Because that was a Sony exclusive, right? SOCOM and MAG, yeah. But they could have did something really, really big with those games. They're- MAG was fun. That was a game that uh, was super tough. The problem was, I think, that it was online only. Yes. And I don't think the world was quite ready for it. Like, it was kind of ahead of its time. Like, these days, it would probably be fine. Yeah. Because, like, with Battlefield, I don't even care about the multiplayer. Or uh, about the story mode in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was another game that you could use the PlayStation Move. you remember doing that? Yes, because I that had was, the actual gun and stuff. You could yeah. was so calm oh, for also. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah, it was. All right, Maxwell. I, I almost feel responsible for this next pick. Oh, you should. <laughs> so this one's from back in 2005. Um, if we had played it back then, feelings might be a little different. Because uh, this was actually a launch title for the Xbox 360. Uh, we ended up playing it in like 2013 or something. Oh you and I gosh. were at a pawn shop. We decided to pick it up. We were like, you know, this has to be at least worth playing. It was like 10 bucks or something. It wasn't. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, Perfect Dark Zero. Which was the rating um, it probably should have got, right? As zero. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, of course, anybody that was into it uh, knows it's the sequel from the original Xbox game, Perfect Dark. Uh, and I think we've talked about it in the podcast before. You and I played like maybe five, ten minutes of this game. We're running through. Uh, we end up in some big warehouse, and there's like a yacht or something, like a big boat <laughs> that's floating around in like this water. And just because we're exploring or whatever – one of us jumps down, and the other one jumps down in there after the other person. And we're f- swimming around this boat in the water. And we're like, oh, man, you know, let's go ahead and get out of here. There's a ladder over here. But the game wasn't designed so that you could climb ladders, <laughs> or at least not that one. So you're just sitting in there, and it, like five, ten minutes in the game, and you're stuck already. There's no way to get out unless you just kill yourself and start over. 
And I don't think we played it after that. We never like no. reset it to continue anything. That was it. We were done. We were on a mission. I think I think uh the reason we even got to that game is is you and I had played uh Resident Evil five like, I don't know, two or three times through and I think you and I were just looking for another co op game to play and I right. think that's how we ended up stumbling onto that one, which was yeah. not <laughs> nearly as fun. No. Uh, that was rough, man. Yeah. That was so bad. All right, Justin. It's time. Yes, oh God. It's time. What? So number five no. for me Shut personally. Up. Shut up. Is Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, explain yourself. So, the reason that I made this decision, Justin... Is to piss me off, I know. No. no i Is I did it solely based off how much I loved the Rainbow Six... Uh, or Rainbow Six... Um, Vegas? Vegas and Vegas 2. I solely based it off the experience that I had with those two games and how much I loved those games. And I expected to get a similar experience, and I got none of it. <sighs> You know, so so here's my argument, okay? No campaign, don't need it, and <laughs> and in the ter- and most of the maps are all in houses. Yeah, that's the point of the game, like to uh, raid like a compound and use your tools to break into so, that room. So you said that Destiny was repetitive. Yes, it is. Oh. So in oh, Rainbow God. Six Siege, what else do you do in the game other than either A, try to save a hostage, or B, try to kill each other? Okay, those are... Well, you can defuse a bomb or secure an area. <laughs> Let's get all, that out of... And there's also terrorist time, and then there's situations, so, okay. sir... All, uh, all online, correct? Uh, you can do terrorist time and situations offline. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you, you are correct in a sense. However... Um, the location of the item is different each time you play. Oh, so they move it around the house. Okay. No, hang on, oh, hang on, hang that's on. That's not repetitive. Hang anymore. on, hang on. <laughs> Depending on who your team picks depends on how you get in that room. Like, there are different ways to play. Like, each map has, you know, several options. It's it's pretty great. Well, all I'm saying, and don't get me wrong, like, I, I, I will agree that Destiny definitely feels competitive, or yeah. uh, repetitive. Yeah. But... Destiny has a a campaign, a very lengthy one. Not a good one though. And how long? Okay, so let me ask you how how long have you honestly played Destiny? I played it a lot when it first came out. Have you? Did you finish the story? Heck no! It was too boring. Okay, all right. Um, so tell me about the story in Rainbow Six Siege. Okay, well, there's a hostage. <laughs> or, right. or a well, anyways, I need to secure or, or a bomb, bomb I need to defuse. Well, anyways, I feel like everybody knows where I'm going. So here's the thing, though: it doesn't. You don't necessarily have to have a campaign or a story because even though you're enjoying Destiny and its bland, awful campaign, I am enjoying Rainbow Six Siege and it's, it's exciting, fast-paced well, that's, multiplayer. That's the point that I'm trying to make. Yeah, is that before we wrap this up? Is the 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 surprises or disappointments are all in the eye of the beholder, so to speak. What I may like, you may not like, or what Maxwell likes, I may not like. Yeah. Which yeah, basically makes... everybody's going to pick up and play a shitty game and love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. But uh, but yeah, I just I just wanted to put that one on there just to kind of show the broad spectrum of how how uh, our tastes are individual. Yeah, right, I'm sorry, thanks, man. Dad, for the lesson. Yeah, yeah, no problem, <laughs> son. Well, I'm pretty sure Metroid Other M has really good reviews, by the way. Like it's pretty high up. Yeah, well, clearly, me. clearly they don't rank the old ones high up, or maybe they were such fans and was so happy to have a new Metroid game they were willing to accept how shitty it was. Yeah, so. maybe. 
All right, well, that does it for that part. So now it's time for us to get into pick, pick of the, the week. week. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> so All right, Justin. Make it work. Yeah, go ahead, Justin. Tell us what yours is. This uh, week. So yesterday, uh, Rockstar released their GTA Biker DLC. Uh, lucky me, I didn't have to work yesterday, so I probably put like eight hours into that uh, with my friends, and wow, it was a lot of fun. How uh, was that not on any of our list? What GTA Five? Oh Jesus! I don't know. I, I mean, it's amazing. Want to talk about a game that I can go back and play even months after not playing it? That is the one. That's a good game. It's a great game. I um, apologize, Rockstar. I love you. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I've been playing that a lot. So now my group of friends and I we own a motorcycle club. We now own a weed farm, and I'm currently waiting on my product uh, to be ready to sell. So <laughs> <laughs> you play that on Xbox, right? Yeah, but if you would ever play, I'd play it with you on PS4. Oh, I will. Just text me. Let me know. I've still got that shark card, so we can actually start doing some missions and stuff. Deal. Is that right. free DLC? Yeah. Every bit of DLC on Grand Theft Auto is That's free. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. which is well, awesome. Hey, the, after Rockstar this hurricane, does, if I have power, I need to, <laughs> yeah. to download that. Well, I'll tell you what you would like that you probably haven't played yet is they also released the um, the Crazy Stunt DLC, which oh is like races gosh. that are like crazy stunts and stuff. I've been it doing those awesome. a lot since we did that on the stream. Oh, it's and fun. holy crap, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. All right, so my pick is not a game. It is a, t- a show on Netflix called Luke Cage. Um, I'm only four episodes in so far, but so far it's really good. Um, I actually like it better than Jessica Jones thus far. Um, Jessica Jones is good, but as a character, I don't really care for that character. Um, I think it's partially, partially the actress. I think Kristen so. Ritter. She just comes across as very emo to me, and I just don't, I don't know. To be a really cool superhero, and, a, and now, I don't know anything about Jessica Jones, so maybe that's how that character's written. I don't know. But, uh, but I don't know. Something about Luke Cage. I don't know. It's awesome. Uh, it it deals a lot with politics. It also deals a lot with race issues too. It's just I don't know. It's a really good show. Uh, so if you haven't checked it out, I would recommend checking it out. Maxwell, over to you. Over to me. Uh, this is one that I love every time it comes out, and I tend to forget about it until I see it pop up on like Hulu and see that there are new episodes. Um, the League. Forever unclean. Hey, forever unclean. <laughs> yes, um, dude. That show is so good my favorite character on there is uh raffi raffi yes he's the best oh my god he's He's the reason kayla won't watch the show with me anymore (laughs) i like taco so creepy taco yeah taco is good oh my gosh yes (laughs) my uh my fantasy our fantasy football league is called the shiva bowl and my team is called uh password is taco (laughs) nice that is awesome dude this like i'm i'm in the uh catching up on the most recent season and Oh my god, it's 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 so good and they always have topics that are like pushing the border even for cable TV. <laughs> I don't think that so uh, I really feel like when this show came out like they probably didn't expect it to last past like a, a first season or something, but it is like it's I think it's done better than anybody's probably expected it to. Yeah, it's so good. So what funny. season are they on now, Maxwell? Oh, it's over. Oh, it's like over over? Yeah, they did I think 6 seasons, right? 6 seasons. Uh, I don't know. I'm on whatever the last one is. That's that's yeah. what I'm on. Yeah, they ended it with six. Oh, okay. Um, another show to check out, which you may already watch, is Workaholics. I heard it's uh, good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when I remember to catch that one, that one's really that's good. That's a really too. funny yeah. show. Which I have a feeling those guys are getting too famous to keep that up. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, you said you watched Westworld? Yes, What were I your did. thoughts on that? Uh, Maxwell, have you watched Westworld yet? No, you don't have HBO Go, do you? Looks no, I don't. deja vu right now. We got a... We listen by the end of this episode 
or the end of the night, I'll fix your not having HBO issues so you won't have any any Ooh, problems. Going to have to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Anyways, uh, Westworld. Um, I'm not going to say I'm completely confused. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. But, what the, well, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but it's it's like a mixture of Lost meets The Matrix meets um, Wild Wild West. I don't. It's just it's. It's interesting. I'm curious to see where it goes. Yeah. And some of the actors that were in it, I didn't expect to see. Anthony Hopkins. Yep. Uh, James Marston was in it. Yep. Um, but yeah, the story just seems... Uh, Trevor from Grand Theft Auto was in it. Which one's he? Okay, at the, uh, at the beginning, uh, spoiler alert, whenever... Well, it's going to happen like three or four times when you watch the episode anyway, but when they kill her dad, yeah. he's the guy drinking the milk and pouring the milk on him at first. Oh. Did you not tell by the face? That was no. Trevor. Yeah, that's Trevor Phillips. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and look at he that. He had now. a part in uh, Better Call Saul, too, and he was great in that. It was yeah. only like a five-minute scene, but it was fantastic. Yeah, but it's uh, Maxwell. I think you would really like it because it's got a little bit of a little bit of sci-fi meets a little bit of Western. The meets a little bit of a little slow for me. Yeah, I remember seeing the uh, trailer for it when they were announcing it, and I was really into it. Now, Justin, you were telling me that a lot of games draw inspiration for the book, right? Uh, no, for the just the show or the show. Uh, yeah, they drew uh, inspiration. I think they said from Skyrim, Bioshock. And, yeah, Red Dead Redemption, and you know, to be honest, I'm not really. I think sure it was Bioshock. Was uh, the other yeah, one. it was Bioshock. Um, yeah, they kind of drew inspiration. From and those Ed games. Harris is in it, which is phenomenal. Always. Yeah, he's great. Um, so he's kind of a dick. He really is. He he might be crazy. But the premise of the show is basically, uh, it's kind of like a theme park where you get to basically live out your dreams in the Wild West. Yeah. And you have people that are guests, which are the people that are paying to have this experience. And then you have the host, which are the people that's placed in the environment that provide this experience. But they're, I guess, robotic? Yeah. Or they're kind of like uh, androids that program, have a yeah. program. Yeah, like they all have storylines that they mention that they have to follow because they want to pull some out of commission. And she's like, well, that would affect like 200 yeah. storylines or something yeah, like that. But then you're starting to wonder, like, are people start, are these hosts starting to think on their own? Is it this software update that they just pushed out to these droids or whatever? But it's just really, really interesting. Yeah, and I mean, Ed Harris is like, he's on a mission of his own. Like, he is awful. Yeah. So... <laughs> But if you haven't checked it out, I would highly, highly recommend it. So, all right. Well, that pretty much does it for our episode. So I uh, just want to say thanks for listening, and we hope uh, that you enjoyed this episode and this new format. Uh, we also look forward to hearing from you. Uh, make sure that if you have any topics that you would like for us to discuss, uh, please feel free to write in and let us know. Yep. Uh, as always, you can uh, like or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, or YouTube, and you can also reach to us via email at podcast at nerdswithmikes.com. Again, that's podcast at nerdswithmikes.com. Also, make sure that you uh, subscribe, you review our show, and that you also, more importantly, share our show. Yes. And also on the website, I wrote a review on Vice Principals Season 1. Check that out. Yes. Rap, rap. <laughs> brap, brap. <laughs> All right. There was, uh, on IGN Beyond, they did that. Did you catch yes. that? Yeah, they went, brap, brap. <laughs> yeah, I figured you'd like that. I so. did. I meant to text you. Yeah, it's a good show. All right. And uh, we may have to start a GoFundMe depending on how this hurricane goes. I was going to say, Maxwell, <laughs> if for some odd reason Maxwell's not with us next week, you'll know that uh, he was washed out into the Atlantic. Hashtag so. praise yeah, for me Maxwell. And Pitbull. Yeah. Get those Facebook likes in for Maxwell or else he's going to die. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Maxwell, make sure that you do that thing where you check in on Facebook so we know you're okay. Yeah. Like where Maxwell was marked safe. Because if it's not Facebook official, then you're dead. Yeah. That's true. 
The yeah. only thing I know is that with uh, Hurricane Matthew, everything is not all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I was hoping you would do something like <laughs> All right. Well, let's get the show started. Ba-ba-ba-ba. 